Welcome to episode 17 of Make Me Watch It, the podcast where you, the listeners, have the opportunity to tell me which of the movies in my collection I'm going to watch next. We haven't had new votes in a while, so I'm choosing kind of arbitrarily. This month, we are looking at Sesame Street Presents Follow That Bird. It's something that I saw as a child. We're talking about a movie with an original release date of August 2nd, 1985. I had actually stopped watching Sesame Street at that point. I was about to turn eight, but then I won a radio trivia contest and they realized that the intended prize could not be given to a seven-year-old who was about to turn eight. So our family got tickets to this movie instead. So it's always got a bit of a nostalgia for me, which is why when I saw it at Walmart for four bucks, I picked it up on the DVD and just watched it on a whim. Now, I remember enjoying it, as a child, there's a few good moments. The scene in the Grouch Cafe is the only one that I clearly remembered over 30 years later. Because when you order the tossed salad, they put salad in a catapult and toss it at you. And other than that, I just vaguely remember that Big Bird had left Sesame Street and was coming back home, and the other characters went to go get him. Rewatching it, I found no surprise by how much came back to me. A more detailed version of the premise is that a group of fine-feathered friends, some sort of bird government kind of thing, has decided that Big Bird needs to be adopted by his own kind, namely birds, and he shouldn't be living as the only bird on Sesame Street. So they talk him into going to the Dodo family, and he's not happy there and decides he's going to head back home to Sesame Street. On the way back, the fine-feathered friends come to try him, bring him back to the adopted home that they've chosen for him. The characters from Sesame Street go to get him to bring him to what they consider his home. And there are a couple people who run a terrible circus who are trying to recapture him and bring him in as a, an act or an attraction. Now, the movie was directed by Ken Quapis. He's got 39 directing credits to his name, largely in TV, including three episodes of Santa Clarita Diet, four episodes of One Mississippi, 13 episodes of The Office, 11 of The Bernie Mac Show, 19 of Malcolm in the Middle, 12 episodes of The Larry Sanders Show, and more. So he definitely has a rather varied filmography. He's not working exclusively in children's entertainment by any stretch of the imagination. Now, the film was written by Tony Geiss, G-E-I-S-S, -S, who passed away at age 86 in 2011. Or I should say the film was co-written by him, because there were two credited writers. He is best known for being a writer on Sesame Street from 1976 till 2007. He also worked on the scripts for An American Tale and The Land Before Time, as well as Blue's Clues and a number of other entries, but going through... His filmography, it's almost exclusively children's entertainment. But, you know, when you're looking at a show like Sesame Street, he's credited on 80 episodes. So that would be a pretty career-consuming job, as long as you're still enjoying it. His co-writer is Judy Freudberg, and I'm seeing a lot of the same episodes there, including 78 episodes of Sesame Street, The Land Before Time, and American Tale, 
And she passed away in 2012 at age 62. So they do appear to have been a writing team. The cast includes Carol Spinney as Big Bird, as well as Oscar the Grouch and Bruno the Trashman. Jim Henson voiced Kermit the Frog and Ernie. Frank Oz did Cookie Monster, Bert, and Grover. Richard Hunt did Gladys the Cow and the Feathered Friends Owl. Jerry Nelson is Count Von Count and Harry Monster. Now we have a lot of guest stars once you're not dealing with the Muppets. We've got Paul Bartell as the Grouch Cook, Sandra Bernhardt as the Grouch Waitress, John Candy as the State Trooper is the only one I recognized at age seven. But we also have Chevy Chase as a newscaster, Joe Flaherty and Dave Thomas as the Sleaze Brothers who ran the circus. Waylon Jennings is the truck driver. And then there's other incidentals, but there's certainly a fair share of cameos in that. Now, one of the things I wanted to dig into was that in the ending credits, the count comes in to count the credits. You know, one credit, two, two credits, ah, 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 and so forth. He actually says, hi, mom, for Joan Gantz Cooney's credit. And Cooney apparently created Sesame Street in 1969, as well as the children's television workshop. So she's referred to as the mother of Sesame Street. I looked into that wondering if the voice of the Count was actually the child of Cooney, but no, he was referring to Cooney as the mother of the entire production. So I remember enjoying it as a child, but how does it hold up as an adult? Well, as it turns out, it's actually still okay. It's clearly children's entertainment. But if you're interested in seeing children's entertainment, it's not as insulting to the adult audiences as a lot are. And they were putting a lot of thought clearly into the ethics of this and the messages that they were sending. The anti-racist message that comes through clearly to me as an adult, I didn't even notice when I was seven. Now, that's possibly because I lived in a heavily multicultural neighborhood and my classmates just accepted each other. Right? There were really no two of us with the same skin tone in a class of 25 or 30 all through elementary. It's just where we grew up. That's just what it meant. But this is all about how you, know, you don't need to be with your own kind to be welcome and loved and be with family. Segregation is not a good thing. It's often a bad thing. Right? It's good to embrace others, and it's good to have that variety of experiences. Now, I do like to talk about the box office performance of the films. This is a little hard to gauge. We can find that the domestic gross was almost $14 million. What I can't seem to find any information on is what the budget was. I'm going to guess that if it was profitable, it wasn't significantly profitable. Simply because, you know, show business is show business. If this made a considerable amount of profit for the companies that produced it, we probably would have seen another Sesame Street movie. As it stands, this is still the only one. So I strongly suspect that this did not turn a huge profit. Which is unfortunate, because a lot of children's entertainment doesn't really think about the message that it's sending its audience, at least not the way I think it should. This was very much about that, not just with the anti-racism, but even, you know, the big action finish required Big Bird to jump from one vehicle to another, as we see in action films with car chases all the time. But Big Bird's reaction is, no, 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 I can't do that. I shouldn't even be standing up. We're in a moving truck. 
And he had to be convinced to do it and given permission just this once to do it. I just thought it was funny as a child, but now I see, yeah, you know what? They really were putting a lot of effort into what message are we sending? And to be honest, some of the, the songs are still kind of amusing. And some of the gags are still funny. Now, a lot of that inclusionary message is just part of Sesame Street's DNA with the makeup of the city, right down to having a deaf member of the cast who's just totally accepted for who she is and what's going on. So if you're interested in seeing this, you know, it's definitely a good family piece of entertainment. So if you've got kids and you're looking for something new to go on loop in the DVD player, you run across this, it's cheap and it's less annoying and tiresome as a lot of the other options. As an adult, would you watch this in isolation? Well, if you enjoy watching children's entertainment in isolation already, you could add this to the mix. If that's not your thing, this is not going to change your mind. Anyway, that's about all I've got to say about this. So join us again next month on the 14th of June for our next selection. Thank you for listening.